All right, welcome to the Big Story Podcast. I'm Alex Morrissey, and today we have Mr. Sway Art himself, Josh Swaby. Is it? Swaby? Yes. Yes. I'm glad you got it right. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, like I'm like I don't know. Like otherwise, it would sound like I was being a pirate, and I didn't know if that was the best way to do it. So, <laughs> I thought Swaby was the way to go. So it's yeah. a good, it makes for a great nickname. You have it built in. You know. Yes. Yeah. I have. I have with the last name Morrissey. I, not really anything really built in there so if there is it's not really good um how you doing josh i'm doing well i'm you know you're just busy and just basically you know just getting and preparing for next week um because i supposed to go to fan expo for chicago nice so, yeah wow yeah it, it's it's um so i i uh, so we record these and then put them out in time. So like, so you'll have already been in Fan Expo by the time people see or hear this. And I was in Heroes Con this last weekend, but that would have been like weeks ago for people when it comes up. <laughs> That's like time traveling. But um, it is a lot of work um, prepping for a show. I, yeah. Many friends there with all their, you know, paraphernalia and, st and things. I didn't mm -hmm. have, I had, I had cards, like I came with cards in a bag. That was it. But um, I was dead tired, beat up, exhausted. I have not done a convention since the '90s, like a full weekend thing. So wow. I was uh, I was ill prepared for the, the amount of t uh, energy it took for me. So yeah. <laughs> um, for me, um, I would say like this year, this whole year, I've been like you know, traveling and going to a lot more conventions that I haven't done before. Mm -hmm. um, so for me, luckily enough, I have a rep that is able to like, you know, get all the prints and stuff that I have to like sell and everything. Yeah. So, you know, I'm really happy for that. I, I, um, the rep that I'm at is Comic Sketch Art and okay. really amazing. And um, from there, just basically, you know, traveling and, you know, and, experiencing new you know states and new you know um cities because normally i'm so stuck at home in new york yeah, <laughs> so right. for me i don't know much about the other world so <laughs> it's really cool to get to see like different other cities you know i've for the first time went to canada oh wow um, yeah went to, um calgary okay yeah. yeah it was really nice it was really cool so yeah that's where the um so the uh, the art, I guess the the art rep, um, Inky Knuckles, is yes, I, I think I've heard of them. Yeah, yeah, they're they're based out of uh, out of Calgary. I just I just spoke with them. Um, nice. And uh, yeah, I know it's it's a uh, it's yeah. I mean, I, I love Canada. It's a great mm. great great country. Um, so so in in your travels, what are, what are some of your favorite places? Um. So so far. You know, I have to say Washington, um, Washington D.C. Um, the reason why, because I, the, because I was at the downtown downtown side, and yeah. it felt a little bit like downtown Brooklyn. Yeah. So, and I was able to walk to the convention. Yep. It was really nice to be able to like you know, and there's a lot more greenery than there is in you know New York. So the you sure. know, it just it's it was really nice to you know be able to roam around a little bit uh -huh. in the city and stuff and also get to see the white house and get to see like the, you know the big 
um, monumental stuff. So yeah. it was really cool. It is, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. We 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 traveled there. Um, I mean, for the first time since I was a child. Mm -hmm. you know, recently. And I, I, I mean, what you were saying, like that, that was our conversation the whole time. Like we're like, mm -hmm. oh, this, this feels like we're in Brooklyn Heights. This feels yeah. like, like all these different neighborhoods as we're walking through, we're like, oh, wow, this is really, it was really kind of cool. So, yeah. and that was for Awesome Con? Yes, that was for Awesome Con. Yeah. Sweet. That's nice. How was that show? Um, it's pretty okay. Um, I would have to say, because I've heard like, it was usually normally that con would be like really like big and a lot of people were there and though a lot of people were there it did feel a little bit dry to be really honest with you but i don't know i think it's honestly because you know things are you know kicking back in yeah and you know you know um covid and we, even though we're still in a pandemic a little bit you know things are slowly coming back to where it is so sure. to be honest with you I, you know it was it was all right but you know, I, you know overall i was glad to be in washington so yeah well i don't know i don't know what the you know those um showrunners are doing but i know that the showrunners for um heroes con what they did is they actually opened up the aisles mm. they were wider than they they had tradition had historically been mm -hmm. so it didn't feel as it was crowded as usual but the numbers said that the numbers were higher and everybody had a really great show so mm -hmm. maybe it was just kind of a psychological thing maybe those show run runners opened up the, the the aisles and you had that sense that there was just maybe not as many people but there just was more foot you know foot yeah back, you know i don't know um so are you, I mean, I'm guessing maybe then you're a native of Brooklyn? Mm-hmm. I live in Brooklyn. Nice. Um, born and raised. So for me, I'm, I'm used, to, I see all the changes in New York. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And one of my best friends who actually lives down here in, in uh, mm -hmm. North Carolina is a born and raised from Brooklyn. So nice. um, it was, you know, so it's fun to spend time with them because I've you know, lived in New York for about 25 years. So having, mm -hmm. at least we can sit and we can, you know, <laughs> be New Yorkers together, which is kind of fun. So, yeah, um, yeah no, it's it's the best. So, so yeah, I've, yeah, I've seen I've seen your work a lot recently, and um, and the work and it's it's a really impressive, and we'll and I'll, I'll start talking the art uh, a little in a little while. Um, and I, I was like, I'm like, I'm like, oh, I definitely like, I I don't know how I came across you. I think probably. You know, somebody posted something. I saw it. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. And then mm -hmm. I, like, then I started cyber stalking you, and then looking at <laughs> stuff, and be like, oh my god, like you know, this is ridiculous. And then you know, and then eventually I'm like, all right, well, let me, you know, let me see if uh, Josh would be up for the uh, the Pepsi challenge, and, uh, and and reached out to you. And um, so, like, I mean, you were, you we were talking before, and you or and you were doing you're doing a, a cover for a game and some cards that have to go for the games, mm -hmm. like. Are you more of an illustrator or are you like a comic obsessive? Like, I don't like, what is your, like. I'm, I, I'm more of an illustrator. You can tell from my work, I like to stray a little bit, you know, even though my stuff does feel mainstream that I do like to stray a little bit more editorial stuff. Yeah. So I've done stuff for like Entertainment Weekly. I've done stuff for like um, Crystal Dynamics for like the Avengers game. Um, I did something for um, Balmain for Z2 Comics for their sort of anthology for, you know, 
Paris Fashion Week and stuff. So I've I've done a lot, even though um, my main thing is, you know, doing covers and stuff yeah. and for comics. But I would say I'm, I'm more of an illustrator. So Okay, that's cool. Did, now, did you study illustration or is this, are, are you self-taught? Like what's your... Um, I like to say I was self-taught. I've been always been drawing, but um, um, from around high school and college, I did major in cartooning. So okay. um, I went to School of Visual Arts. Oh, and, here. Oh, you went to School of Visual Arts too? Yeah. yeah. Nice, nice, nice. nice. What class? I'm old, man. Oh, you're I, old? Okay. I, 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 1991. So okay. um, back when we had Will Eisner as a, as a teacher. So oh, okay. many, many moons ago. Yeah. Cool, cool. Um, I graduated in 2020. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. And I, I've had Claus Jensen and I had like Phil Jimenez and um, I, I just David Mazzucchelli. Yeah. 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 Wow. Okay. Well, I mean, they, yeah, not, not, some, not some shabby people, you know, with a pencil in their hand, I'd say, yeah. or a brush. Um, yeah, that's yeah. I mean, it's you know, and it's funny. Like we talk, we we talk and joke about it. You know, like I mean, we had like we had these luminaries. You know, we had well, we who are our teachers, but then like after we graduated, they all sort of retired <laughs> quickly, mm -hmm. and um and they were replaced by you know, uh, you know Walt Simonson and 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 Klaus and, mm -hmm. and all these. I mean, just more contemporary creators who like were from our generation of the mm -hmm. comic we read versus, you know, the, you know, the spirit wasn't a, a comic book in the, you know, in the stores when I was growing up. Mm -hmm. but, um, and it's, you know, it's amazing. Like SV, SVA's reputation as a school, I think has just exploded in the last, you know, 25 years. It's, mm -hmm. it's a real powerhouse and it just keeps producing just unbelievable talent. Not, they didn't have talent to begin with, but this yeah. seems to be a real, you know, incubator for. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, um, so that's cool. So, so, and so you went through the whole illustration program. Did you do any cartooning courses or was it just. Oh, no, I, I, I was a cartooning, but I, yeah, I also did a little bit of um, illustration courses a little yeah. bit. Did you have um, John Ruggieri's class? Um, I don't think so. He's a painter. A, no, it was a life drawing class. Life drawing class? Yeah. No. Okay. Um, I think when I have my drawing, um, basically world life drawing, I had Phil who was my drawing and then I also had someone else that I can't remember who because I know yeah. for a fact um, he was also, um, he also, he went to art and design, which the high school that I went to. Yeah. And he also was like a friend student and he now, um, the instructor there, and I took him. Can't remember his name, but a really amazing painter. So, mm -hmm. yeah, you know, I, I, we so a bunch of our a bunch of my friends who I went to mm -hmm. school with, they all went to art and design as well. Like that mm -hmm. was like, you know, there's a lot of a lot of really talented kids who go to yeah. those schools and then sort of filter into the four or five art schools in New York City. Yeah, and, they, uh, and you know, and you guys all come with a bit of a reputation. You know, you're all a bunch of cool kids. So. Yes, yeah. Um, I, I would say, luckily, things have changed. I've actually went to the school, I believe, last year. Yeah, um, a lot has changed as I remember when I graduated there in 2016. Because, as I know, our class we were really like cool, but there were some like we were quite wild, mm -hmm. as I remember. But um, yeah, a lot of things things has changed in the whole curriculum for the school now. Right. That is not. 
as it is as I was there. So, yeah. So, okay. So I'm, I'm doing the timeline thing. So, I mean, so, you, I mean, you're, you're, you're a kid of the two thousands, you know, I mean, you, you, you grew up in the two thousands. And mm-hmm. uh, so, I mean, that it's an interesting period of, you know, spe- specifically in the comic book realm of things, because it really, um, it's the sort of the post, um, sort of the, you know, that, 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 that period where it was ruled by two, you know, two companies and and then you know the the sort of the mature maturing yes i think the maturing of image mm-hmm. happened you know in that first 10 years of uh the 2000s where they really like were producing comics of super high caliber and uh and so it's an interesting kind of thing where you know had you been born 20 years before that you'd have you know, your whole sort of focus is like, it's either Marvel or DC, because that really was, you know, there's the shelf. And then there's like a handful of smaller. So um, were you like into comics or cartoons as a kid? Oh, I was very into very much comics. (laughs) I I wish I could show you the whole shelf of like Marvel (laughs) comics and DC comics that I have. I was really, um, I was really a big comic geek. Um, my first comic that I've um, bought, that my grandmother bought in Toys R Us was um, nice. The Ultimate Spider-Man. Okay, um, sure. Yeah, from the volume one that Michael, I think Bennis, it was Bennis who did, who was part of that whole scenario for Spider-Man and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that was the first comic that I read and I've read it so much and stuff. And then from there on, you know, um, from Fantastic Four and then Electra. I was, you know, like you said, I was basically around the 2000s. So I was very, as a kid, into all the really bad Marvel movies. So like the Fantastic Four, Electra, yeah. Punisher. So those stuff, you know, still nostalgia, but they also geared me to like, you know, want to read those comics mm-hmm. when I was a kid, even though I think at the time being like, you know, how Marvel is now and before I was, you know, reading a lot of the mature sort yeah. of books and stuff. So yeah, I was very into you know those stuff, and I was into from DC. Um, a lot of a lot of Catwoman. Um, I've I think I've like read a lot of like um, Justice League Dark and stuff. So okay, yeah, yeah. There's I mean it, it's a I mean it's an interesting period. I guess like yeah. I mean I guess you would have like read like Civil War and all that kind of all those yeah. like that must have been like the like and then um, Infinite Crisis. I think probably was like one of the DC sort of big big event thing so i remember that yeah 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 so i mean you yeah i mean yeah i mean i guess that's it's an it's an interesting chunk because i think it really was like the 2000s have been the event comics decades like i Mm -hmm. think dc have been you know really like refining their event comics you know offerings like we're gonna blow you away with you know a year's worth of you know seven 70 different comic books that are mm-hmm. you know, linked together, which is, yeah. uh, you know, mind blowing how they do that. Um, so, I mean, so, so was Spider-Man the first love for, for like a character? Was it like, yeah, I, it's funny because I think that that's it. Spider-Man was like, typically like everybody's like, you know, younger yeah. exposure to comics. So I was really into it, but I was also find myself the very like edgy kind of kid because you know I was like you know I know Black Widow and I knew like you know 
um some of some other characters like um what's it call it uh the young like I knew some of like the young Avengers you know characters and what else yeah just the X Men so yeah. yeah yeah no I mean I think I mean I think you know Spider Man was always that like for me was that character and like I think always is my favorite character even mm-hmm. though I have more favorite comic books or series runs but like yeah. you know if I'm like sitting there and like oh I gotta I, if I had to if I you know if someone's like do whatever you want you know with somebody else's characters I'm like mm-hmm. I think it would be spider-man just because like he's just so much fun i love drawing spider-man like yeah that. spider-man is really it's funny because the board game that i was um i'm doing spider-man is included and to be really honest with you i've you know i've done a lot of like the miles Morales covers and yeah. those are the ones that i really enjoy and that's cool. the that's the timeline that i've actually went back to like kind of like read a bit more of spider-man stuff yeah and then for the board game since they wanted me to do Peter Parker's version. At first, I was just like, "Oh, the lines." <laughs> yep. I'm I'm kind of tired. But then, as I was drawing him, I was like, "Oh, he's kind of fun to draw." And then you know, it's too because I grew up with the Sam Raimi Spider Man. So those yeah. are the ones that I sort of like, you know, put influence into mm-hmm. the the board game cover that I was doing. So yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, I I I'm I, I like those Sam Raimi movies, and I, it's I really I, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, they feel, I mean, they feel of the sort of that, they feel di- like Ditko comic, you know, Ditko Spider-Man. Like, they have yes. that sort of early Spider-Man vibe to it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I mean, honestly, I've enjoyed all of the Spider-Men, you know, actors and characters. So, it's, mm-hmm. and this that last one was just a, such a hoot. Um, yeah, but, you know, Spider-Man 2 is, like, the top-notch. That's, yeah. I still feel like it's, like, the best yeah. um, superhero film just because, you know, you're just you're able to see a character lose everything mm-hmm. and also, and then bring their stuff back up. Yeah. And, you know, it's just, it's very cool. And, you know, Sam Raimi, he did his job, and I love his work. It was, you know, it was really interesting because, like, you know, you know, we we back, you know, in, in you know art school were big fans mm-hmm. of Sam Raimi because of the Evil Dead movies. You know, so yeah. kind of a hero. And I think when we were, yeah, when we were gra- when our last year in school is when um, Evil Dead Three, the you know Medieval Dead movie came out, mm-hmm. and like you know, so we were like, yeah, he's the best. And then, you know, and then at, you know, it flash forward, you know, a decade, and then it's like, oh, he's going to be doing Spider Man, and it was like, you got to be kidding me, how? Yeah. Like, like the guy who did crazy wacky horror films, but he had such a good sensibility for like kinetic camera work. Yes, yes, especially when you because I watched Doctor Strange, the um, multiverse. Yeah, don't blow it. We're 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 gonna watch it tonight. So are you guys gonna watch it tonight? Oh, I'm not gonna say nothing, but I'm gonna tell you this. Super excited to see it. So he he did everything that I like. He he brought something different. Yeah. And creative that I really wish that more Marvel movies did because okay. there's a lot of formula in a lot of the you know the the movies and a lot of the Marvel movies and stuff. But this one in particular, I just really love the way that he was able to do something different. And okay. there's a little bit more of horror experience, so you definitely will enjoy it. Yeah. All right. As long as it, and I, I listen, you know, my one of my all-time favorite actors is Chiwetel Ejiofor. Like, I mean, he's I, and, and the you know, and he, that he's in these movies. I'm like, oh, yeah. this is like to me is like you know the, the a chef's kiss of amazing, you know. So yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, I can't wait to watch it. We uh, yeah, it, we've been just uh, we've been busy 
and uh, there hasn't been time to sit and watch. Yeah. It. Um, okay. Well, then I, I, it gets the it gets it gets the sway mark of approval. So I'm already <laughs> pretty excited. <laughs> so okay. So so you you you. So I mean, like, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, most everyone was sort of like their artist in their school that you know, growing up or whatever. And then you, mm -hmm. and then, you know, but your your high school is notorious for you know, kind of like all the best artists of the city are going to that school. And mm -hmm. then, you know, then you go off to the SVA, which where now you're getting more of the best artists all together. So like, you know, we can bypass the, you know, okay, so you're an obsessive, you know, you know, artist. Um, mm -hmm. Like, what was your path from like, I guess, what was your mindset going through school about what was your vision, like of what you wanted to do? Like, did you have like, hey, I'm going to go through SVA and I'm going to start working while i'm in school or i'm going to you know what was your thing so i to tell you this how i got into this industry i was very it was i was very lucky and it was mm -hmm. also i was it was very unexpected um but before like my plan you know after i finished you know um art and design that my whole goal i wanted to be a comic artist or you know i wanted to branch around yeah. other works and stuff but you know sva was the main um school that i wanted to go to because it has you know basically the teachers and stuff that were part of the industry and i felt like you know what i wanted to be in that school and i did took the like their pre-college and then from there on i you know got a scholarship and did all the four years um i would say from like around 2020, you know, I did have like a sort of moment because with COVID happening and everything, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do because, you know, the world was tumbling down a little bit. And I was like, I don't know how I'm going to be able to, you know, get start off my career. So from that time being, it was just like, it was kind of scary, but also just like, I don't know. My, in my head, I was just like, I guess I need to keep creating, and hopefully, you know, somebody finds me. Um, but from also with COVID, you know, it had a big whole situation with the George Floyd and the whole Black Lives Matter movement. And from that point on, um, that was sort of the reason how I got in the industry. I just on Twitter, I just you know put my what to call it my portfolio. I put my like some artwork and I said, hey, um, you know, I grad I just graduated SVA. Um, I'm looking to do some cover art. Um, is there, you know, hopefully somebody finds me. And then I got in so many acknowledgement and so many like recognition and opportunities to the point where I was just like, you know, it was Rick Reminder who was the first person who asked me to do a cover nope. for his comeback um sort of series. And then from there it went from Marvel so that the first cover I did for Marvel was the Black Widow cover. It was sort of like a homage to um, the Dracula, Dracula cover that I did. Okay. Um, and then from that point on, it just, and then it went from Entertainment Weekly, and then it went from DC Comics, and then it went from Marvel Studios, and then it went from, yeah, it just, it just exploded. I, it, it, things just, you know, kept piling in. And I was just like, holy crap, like it was very unexpected. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, looking at your work, 
Mm-hmm. I honestly, when you were like, oh, I graduated in 2020, I, I mean, I, I like it, like my internal, well, wait a minute, what? 2020? Like, I mean, your work is ridiculously good for someone who graduated in 2020. Okay. So <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Uh, all right. You know, recalibrate conversation. So like, this is, this is like, that's a pretty impressive sort of level that you're working um, mm-hmm. at, at, at that age, you know, that's not, that's not the average. So, um, and so, I mean, sure. Yes. Luck is a major element in, in, in every career, yeah. um, it, you know, is the, you know, but drive has a lot to do with it as well. And, you know, what you do with those opportunities, you know, mm-hmm. these are the big things. So, um, and I, you know, and I think, you know, putting your work out there, it stands, you know, and it speaks for itself. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, I mean, it's really great work. Um, I'm just gonna put some things up and we can talk about, you know, yeah. about them. Cause I mean, they're some really cool pieces. Um, mm-hmm. Now I'm guessing you're working predominantly least finishing in di- the digital environment. I think mm-hmm. actually, did it, yeah, you know what, actually we can go, let's do this. Let's start mm-hmm. first. Oh, what? only downside to uploading these things they don't upload in order okay so so are so the sketch so this sketch looks if i'm looking i mean i guess you are you're sketching in a digital environment yes mm-hmm. okay. this is all in digital and all in photoshop so a lot of my um work i start just doing like a rough sketch i think during that time being for that piece yeah. because i was sort of like on like a tight sort of schedule so i was at the time just i just needed to pose I just, you know, I knew the face, I could do the face later, but mm-hmm. basically it was predominantly, most of all of my rough sketches I do all in like digital and okay. yeah, with a default brush. So, yeah. Right. Okay. So you're just, so you're just kind of going and so and now do you thumbnail like, mm-hmm. I mean, but do you thumbnail in digital or do you thumbnail on paper and kind of look at what? I do, I do all of my um, thumbnails on digital. Um, sometimes when I'm, you know, out and about mm-hmm. and I do have like, you know, thoughts, I would do like sketches on my, in my sketchbook. Um, okay. I think from currently with the, pun- the Punisher cover that I'm do- upcoming doing, um, and also the Red Sonia covers, um, I did like thumbnails and stuff just a quick sketch of like what I want to do. But predominantly yeah. I do all of my thumbnails on digital. It's, you know, it's interesting because like, so one of the, one of the, you know, the curses of our, you know, is that like when you, you do this little thumbnail and this, you know, maybe this is being, this is, this is a, a, a ge- different generation discussion. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, you would sit and you would have a piece of paper, mm-hmm. you would do your thumbnail and you go, okay, I like this one best. Now let me do my piece. And then you do your piece and you're like, it doesn't have the same energy as this tiny little drawing did. Um, and because it's not a digital environment, you can't take mm-hmm. that thing and expand it and then turn it in, you know, and then build upon that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now, of course, you, I just, you know, I'll take a picture of it with my phone and then put that yeah. on, you know, onto the computer or whatever. So, um, so I guess that thumbnailing in the di- digital environment is a, is a lifesaver in that respect because yeah. you're able to contain that and keep that magic. Um, real quick, well, hopefully not, well, whatever, segue here. Um, so, I mean, this is a digital thing. Like, so like the computers at SVA, Josh, were locked in a room in the photography building. Mm-hmm. 
and only a rarefied group had access to this 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 room so there is no sense of computers you know in my in my art school experience now <laughs> you're drawing so well you know on in a digital environment but mm -hmm. now you're talking about being in you know in school and these you know there's figure drawing classes there's mm -hmm. classes blah 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 so where how do you how do you go how do you navigate through these the the the, the schooling world mm. where we have a very you know solid foundation in you know working in a digital environment oh i'm sorry you broke up so you kind of i, I didn't really... <laughs> no worries so i mean how did how do you how did you navigate the sort of the, the school environment with all the different sort of requirements but you're so good in the digital environment um so i'm gonna tell you this in your probably experience from sva we <laughs> you didn't have much of like you know digital stuff None. so for today's generation we had a lot more and we was able to do a lot more you know the library um we there's a whole bunch of computers and there's also a whole lot of cintiqs so okay. there's a, there were kids who were like doing even me who were like doing stuff on the computer and getting stuff done um and then also offices and um you know, even also, there was also classes too where it was for digital art, and there was like a whole you know class that with cintiqs and stuff that we was able to draw and stuff and everything. Um, for me, I know for my time because um, I just you know is basically like doing most of all of my stuff digital, but before I was doing a lot of stuff, traditional stuff or or um, mixed media where I would just like do a drawing and then I'll go to the, um, the school or sometimes I had like a really terrible computer and just like, and Photoshop and I was able to like, you know, colorize certain things and stuff. So for me, it, it was, it, you know, we was I was able to like I guess branch out and just do different things, and they were okay with it. Okay. Um, they and then also to you know um, the most of the classes that I pick they were just you know they're fine with doing digital stuff or if you were doing stuff or if you were doing traditional stuff you know um, just you know show it out because I I I remember at the time being when I was doing a lot of traditional stuff. I was doing a lot of like markers, and I was doing a lot of um, you know, pencil graphite. So, and then sometimes I would just like go to the library, scan it, and I'll either just like you know colorize it or just you know edit certain things. So it was we had a lot more freedom. Yeah, that so, sounds like it. I mean, it's it's interesting, you know, like because my, my first vision was like, I'm like, are there just kids sitting in the class with, like with an iPad just drawing, you know, like in the figure drawing mm -hmm. class versus you know, like a big sheet of, you know, newsprint and a, and a charcoal in their hands. So. I was, there were classes that, you know, we had to literally had, you know, the newsprint paper and certain um, pencils and stuff to draw with. But, you know, there was also, it was also also professors who were like, there were, there was some that were lenient. You can do, you know, digital stuff. Mm -hmm. Strict, you have to do traditional stuff. So, okay. but really in in this day and age it was a lot more freedom for us to like you know to get the work done you know basically if you have to do digital if you have to do traditional either way it was fine so yeah 
Yeah, no, I it's I mean it's it's fascinating because you know, I mean it, it's like I said, I, I do I, I will always sort of start that the the process, even on a completely digital piece, I will start the process mm -hmm. with a, a pencil in my hand on a piece of paper and then take that that layout and thumbnail and then mm -hmm. get into a digital world and then manipulate it. So um yeah. I, you know, and I guess that's just this this remnant of not being able to just live completely in that in that environment, which is a beautiful thing. It's very cool. Yeah. So okay, so digital rough. You you know you're knocking in. I love that you're using different different colors so you can define different areas in the in the work. Mm. Smart. And then so now you so now you so now you flatted things and you started adding. Mm -hmm. some, yes. Some, I guess some flares to give to give the little uh, lighting touches, just yeah. to get that. Mm -hmm. You, you knocked your face in there, so now we have a we have a woman to look at. Um, mm -hmm. Very cool. I like I like your little like little touch lines that you do off of the edge of the uh, of her like tunic, I guess. Oh yeah, yes. Yeah. That's a it's a sort of yeah it's a sort of style that I've um, kind of like developed in me. I've I've actually I when I was doing the commission one time. Um, somebody wanted me to do a, a, a portrait and I was, I think I, at the, when I was drawing it, I was like, it feels so stiff. Mm. And also too, you know, I used to be a dancer, so, um, I miss sort of like moving. Yeah. So for me, those action lines gives a sense of movement or, you know, a sense of like sort of action that there's, it, it doesn't feel still, still, yeah. still as, you know, the character is. So I always put like a lot of like loose lines just to feel like there's a sense of some something in there. Yeah, so. no, I, I, I like that. I like the touch because I think it, it, it has, I mean, it sort of sort of extends the gesture into mm -hmm. your face, um, you know, and sort of like tells you like things are moving, you know, like right. not, 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 not obviously like a speed line, but it's a sense of like something was here or is coming into this place. I mean, you're right. Kind of, it's a little bit of a time shift. All right, mm -hmm. so now you've added some some background touches. You've mm -hmm. did a little. You've done more rendering, like in the uh, in the flesh here. Yes. So now the muscles are becoming heavier and defined. Like it, and then, boom, a little a few a few extra little doodads. Um, mm -hmm. Crazy man. Um, so I'm gonna ask ask the real nerdy question. So like, what like. How many layers are you ending up with, like just with a piece like this? Um, whew. sometimes <laughs> I know the answer. It, it could be sometimes a lot, but <laughs> I always like to always, you know. Well, for one, because my laptop it it has a limit, so mm -hmm. when it gets to like around a hundred layers or ninety or something, yeah. my laptop it acts up it's like no no it it, 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 it ain't <laughs> but i always try to once i like do a little render um and if and i feel comfortable to like you know merge it to the flats i'll yep. keep merging to the flats yeah you know so i always sort of separate and i always experiment i'm gonna be very honest with you sometimes whenever i you know do these color cover i mean 
whenever I like color and stuff, mm -hmm. I do not have, I don't plan my colors. I just, you know, sporadically really? figure out what I feel. Yeah. I just use reference. And sometimes, yeah. you know, the reference or the inspiration that I'm looking for, I'd be like, okay, I kind of am feeling this tone or color and I want to bring that to the piece. But sometimes I just like, you know, just throw out colors sometimes. I use the curve tool a lot. So I sometimes just, you know, alter colors to figure out what I'm feeling okay. or what the, the set of mood that I want for the piece. And from there on, yeah. So yeah. it's just, I, it's a lot of experimenting, you know, and there's a lot of, uh, um, I, you know, I do plan, you know, what I'm doing at times with yeah. certain couples, but mostly I, it's very sporadic. So, yeah. That's, that's fascinating. Yeah. I, 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 I was just saying to someone this weekend, how like, I was a horrible penciler to colorists because I would mm. say, I would, so coloring used to be done by, um, you would code each color. Oh, wow. Yes, yes, I do. I remember that. hearing that, that, yeah. And I would, I would call out specific colors that like things needed to be because like my mm -hmm. mind was drawing and I'm like, this has to be this color. And uh, mm -hmm. I apologize to all colorists um, in the past. I, you, you're all great and I was a jerk. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so this is cool. This has got this, this. You got a bit of that sort of Alphonse Mucha thing going on with the uh, the elements yes. in here. It's beautiful, I love it. Um, Nubia. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Um, yeah, it. This this one took about two months, and the reason why was because they were just you know bringing her title into DC, mm -hmm. um, and it's funny because I actually asked um, DC about. Nubia, because I was just like, because they wanted me to do something for DC Pride, and um, they gave me two characters, but the two characters, I just, I wasn't not feeling it at all, and I just told them, um, is Nubia, like, Nubia part of this, and that's how they got me into the part of project with the whole Nubia and Nubia um, miniseries, and, oh, you know, okay. from there on, yeah, so yeah. I was just like, okay, I really wanted to do her. And you know, it's really amazing to see that she's like in her limelight now, oh and God. not as like a shadow as Wonder, you know, woman, Wonder Woman shadow. So sure. yeah, yeah. I was I was talking with David Walker, um, mm -hmm. and you know, and uh, he went to SVA. I don't know if you know this. Um, totally, totally random. Um, we, yeah, I know, I know. Um, he's gonna. It's be a small world. <laughs> He'll be coming on the show soon, so I nice. can't. I can't wait to have the real long. I think it's gonna be a long talk. David, David, David seems to be a good talker, so we're gonna have good time. Um, we're gonna have to like you know, get some get some throat spray or something to keep up. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, um, it, it's yeah. He's he's a great guy, and uh, yeah, and the limelight is on. This is I love what you did here. The facts. Thank line. you. I love the the whole sort of sort of shifting quality to the. To Thank the, you. Yeah. Um. This was for um, Z Comics. I think okay. Z. I think this was for, and it it was a collaboration with um Balmain. And they wanted me to do something for them, and they were celebrating um, the creative directors for that um, fashion company. And yeah, they wanted me to do something very like they gave me um, a certain collection, and they told me to pick which one I wanted to do. And I went with um, the collection where there was a lot of like latex and stuff. Okay. And um, they wanted me to do something very like, you know, um, action-y, very sci-fi-esque. And I wanted to do, for me, you know, especially now that I'm like, 
you know, into, you know, very into fashion and everything that I was always into like the very badass, like, you know, with beautiful, like really couture looks yeah. and then we're like, and then, you know, women holding like a gun or a sword and sure. stuff. So I, I was really, I really wanted to just do something with this and stuff. So, yeah. Uh, and I, I love those. I love those pictures from the magazines. Like my, like my wall in, you know, in art school, my dorm room was just covered with pictures from you know fashion magazines because i yeah. love those layouts they would just do these great you know wacky clothes but then mm -hmm. they would have these just odd objects and it was always you know it's cool stuff yeah yeah but this is this is beautiful i love how i love what i really love how you just handled the treatment of the that shifting sort of thank thing. you yeah it's a really really cool idea yeah. um <laughs> great too man thank you this is actually my favorite you know I, I actually asked them also too that I wanted to do a um, black cat cover yeah. um, because I had it in mind, engraved in my mind to do something um, for her. And, you know, I, I, you know, I really want to do a Catwoman cover, but I, you know, I felt at first, you know what, let me do something in Marvel's universe yeah. where, you know, I could do black cat. And for this one, I really wanted to do something very like fashion editorial, mm -hmm. something just very like, you know, you can see it on a Vogue cover or you can see it on a V magazine cover. Totally. Um, so I really wanted to do something, you know, and also I really wanted to make it very like pinupy, the good girl kind of feel, yeah. but still felt very um, avant-garde a little bit. So, mm -hmm. yeah. And what? I, no, go, go ahead. ahead. No, finish your, your statement. Oh, finish my. I'm sorry. Um, what I wanted to say was I, I had a hard time um trying to pick which pose I wanted to do, and I found the exact pose. So from there, I was like, this was it. Um, I did remember when I did thumbnails, I was quite he hesitant of them to pick this pose because I was like, oh, it's gonna take quite some time with yeah. how the anatomy was gonna be. Um. But then they picked that one. I was like, okay. And I, you know, from that in my, this was, I would say, a piece that I knew exactly the colors mm -hmm. and everything because I just knew in my mind I wanted to make something that was just like, it felt like a sort of spotlight kind of moment. So. Yeah, it's got the diamonds or a girl's best friend, you yes. know, pink yes. vibe. It's got, it, it, has, it has all those elements right in there. And it's so funny, but you know, it, you know, in the last few minutes with you're talking about the fashion, like it all really coalesces together. I'm like, oh yeah, of course he, he's, he's illustrating fashion editorial images, like, you know, but for comic books and it's, yeah. it's very, I mean, it's very on point. So I'm, yeah. And, and this, this piece is really stunning. This should Thank be, it should be a poster. Like this, <laughs> I had this poster on my wall growing up. Uh, I will love, I, you know, unfortunately, I sold this piece to a uh, comic shop, so I can't make the prints that I really want to, so mm. I didn't really think about, and also, too, every, like, I've been seeing that it's been on high price on eBay, so I was just saying, I didn't expect as much interest as I would expect, because I knew it was going to, you know, when yeah. I made it, I, was, I knew it was going to be that cover, but I knew it was going to be that cover that people right. wanted. So. Yeah, it's great. It's a it's it, it's a, it's a showcase piece for sure. Mm -hmm. um, this is wonderful too. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, not enough credit for this character. She has not gotten enough credit yet. So, say it again. 
she has not received enough credit in my in my opinion. Yes, she has not. Unfortunately, she needs more. Um, I for this one actually for the person um, that I used for it was like a Twitch streamer that I really love and adore. Her name is um, Storm Obey, and she's an amazing um, Twitch streamer, variety streamer, and I wanted to use her as the face of Monica, mm -hmm. and I really wanted to do something very like, you know, space stuff. I was very inspired a little bit of the Adam Hughes Captain Marvel cover. Yeah. So I really wanted to do something like more with this one, but just, you know, a lot more just with her, like, you know, just coming out from like a sort of like a space explosion or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you a little, little secret, which is no secret. We're all inspired by Adam. So. Um, oh. <laughs> you know, like it's, it's, it's no, it's no joke. He, uh, I, I, he, he changed, he changed a lot. One dude changed a lot. Um, so speaking of DC pride, this is going to cover us. So you and I are going to disappear mm -hmm. for a moment while we talk about it. Um, this is a very cool piece. Thank you. Yeah. Um, this one, you know, I, it was funny cause I, when they gave me this, I was just like, okay. Like I, it, it was kind of like a, a challenge because it's like a group of people and I have to really show different personalities in this one. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to bring a sense of also again, um, cause it was funny cause one of the editors who from DC was like, you know, they wanted to have like a sort of vanity fair kind of feeling for it. Totally. So totally. It, I really wanted to bring a sense of like, you know, different perfect personalities and different, you know, um, I didn't, I didn't want to make them, even though they, they are perfect, but I was from between Harley and um, like Ivy and like also um, I would say um, Kid Quick. I wanted them to feel like, you know, people that you kind of like see from the outside. And I, yeah. for Harley, I wanted to make her, I didn't, I, when I see a lot of like Harley work, they always make her very pretty and preppy. And I wanted for her to feel very like awkward, but still kind of, cool and grungy that's yeah. how i kind of look for her and stuff and then you know with ivy i wanted her to make like very provocative also very like you know um just uh what's it called um predominantly just very like fashion-esque yeah. yeah 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 i mean i i, I mean I, I love that harley i mean it's it, she she just looks she look you know she looks she looks like a tough tough girl you know yeah <laughs> Tough girl, I love that. Yeah, no, it's it's a great it's a great piece, and uh, you must you must yeah. you must be proud. I I am. It was it was I was very honored that they asked me to do this, and yeah. I really wanted to bring something you know different and I'm still sure feel thrilled. just new. So yeah, I'm sure they're thrilled with it. I mean, it's the the the, the it's an amazing piece, and this one I this is this is great. Thank this you. Is, yeah, yeah, this is. I mean, this has got like. It's very it's it's very different, you know, because there's I feels more sort of um, like you're playing with a lot more iconography in this, and yes. and I, I like I like that whole sort of touch to this because it gives them mm -hmm. and then you you're able to sort of like instill the per, you know the personalities with the two of them. So yeah, um, for that one, that was for Entertainment Weekly, and they wanted me to do like an illustration for that TV show, and amazingly enough, um, Sebastian Sean, he 
re-uploaded and tagged me of this piece and yeah cool. it was really cool i was very honored from that yeah so. no that's i mean it's it's a cool piece i'm sure i'm sure they both the both of these guys dig it it's uh yeah. it, it captures it now so it's always interesting when you do things you know if you like let's say you did this as a cover for marvel you know mm -hmm. you would editorial review process but in the regards of doing it for entertainment weekly you got to deal with them but you also have to deal with they have then they have to deal with marvel you know or you know or disney in that respect so yeah. It's pro it's probably a little more intensive in the in the uh, sort of the magnifying glass attention for the the work. Um, yeah, because um for this one they really told me like you have to like have their likeness that they have to be look like the actors and stuff. So like yeah, which for me I don't have a hard time with likeness because I, I that's something that I've I draw a lot of people and I always very focus on getting um the sense of likeness and sense of like they you know or, you know, basically there's a bit of realism, but there's also still a bit of different style to it, so. Yeah, so what, I mean, so that's, uh, that, that's an interesting thought of like, um, so what, like, what do you, what do you focus on as, you know, when you're sitting down with to do a likeness, because mm -hmm. you're, you're not like, you know, with Black Cat, you're not doing a likeness, you're have to have mm -hmm. to stay on model, you know, like mm -hmm. you know, it has to look like Black Cat within a certain range. Yeah. Uh, but like for those two guys, those are two actors, and you know, and they're saying, "Hey, you need to make them look like." So when it comes, to, what do you, what do you focus on and think about when you're capturing a, you know, a likeness? Um, just to get their bone structure and like there are certain eyes and also their you know nose and stuff. Like yeah. it has to be, you know, right. And also, um, I don't know. For me, it. You know, there's some people. There's some people when I draw them. There, there is. I do have like there is a hard time on getting their likeness right and not lose it, especially with the style that I have. So for me, I just you know tend to always focus on what's the main things that is you know very similar to that actor that but still feels like you know there there's a stylized feeling for it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I'm, it, it's interesting as you click them off, and it, and, and I'm, I'm thinking about when you're saying, I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, okay, yeah, bone structure. That's so now there. That's your that's your framework. Like if mm -hmm. you can get that right, and then eyes, yes, because they're the window to the soul. So we, mm -hmm. we look at eyes first and foremost when we look at people, and then I'm like, and then the nose because it's the most prominent feature on our right. face because it sticks off of us. Yeah. So like, I mean, it's interesting. Like you actually went in the order of the things that are sort of like. It's like that priority list. I was a yeah. yeah, no. All right, you pass. You pass. <laughs> it was a pop quiz. Um, this is cool. and this is very. I mean, look, look. It's a very different kind of approach to Harley. You know, like yes, yeah. You know, like, this, this, yeah. This is like the girl from the softball team. You know, and this is this is this is this is someone who clearly has, you know, bad intent in mind. <laughs> Um, for this one, um, this was for Imagine FX um, cover, and they wanted me to do a cover for their issue for about comic artists, and I had to do a step by step. Um, and also because of Suicide Squad that was coming out during that time, being that they wanted me to do the outfit from the movie, so mm -hmm. I had to do that. And um, yeah, that's really basically really on it. The only thing I will tell you this. Um, 
between seeing the DC Pride and this, mm -hmm. I always give like Harley like a little like cuts and stuff. Yeah. Just to feel like, you know, there is a, you know, she is still like kind She's of, right. I, yeah. This, like I said, there's a sense of grunge to her that I like to bring into her character. So, yeah. And she almost doesn't care. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's sort of like, well, you know, that's the, it's just the cost of doing business. I'm gonna, ha I'm gonna be all scuffed up, and that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also, you, you kind of, you know, there. Of course, there is the cutesy feeling of, her, you sure. know, her. But you know, there is the tough side. So I always wanted to bring the sort of, you know, there is a sense of toughness, a sense of um, clumsiness also for her too. So yeah, that's a great, that's a great way of putting it. Yeah, it's almost like, it's almost like she almost isn't comfortable in like her own skin into some sense there's a little bit right, in a way yeah. that's, that's interesting so i grabbed this next one because i just so i maybe you can explain this to me mm -hmm. why is magic so popular right now <laughs> so i would tell you this um i think you saw i don't know if you saw the one that i the magic magic that i did yes it looked like the playstation 2 kind of cover um, so when I was doing this, this was at the time being before I was, you know, doing stuff for Marvel DC, I was, I wanted to do like a sort of like a team where it was more like sorceress and stuff. So it was going to have like Jake, it was going to have, um, Scarlet Witch and stuff. And I wanted to do a sort of sense of like, um, fashion-esque different style for them. So the reason why I have her in sort of like pleasure heels, because I wanted, I felt like I, I really felt like at that time being like the idea was like um, she went to another dimension probably from like the limbo and they probably gave her demon heels and she's able to walk through through those stuff with those heels. They're magic, they're, they're magic demon heels. She yeah. So and then also I was very inspired by, you know, Anya because, you know, Anya was magic. So I wanted to give oh, yeah. a sense of uh, a different take on the character more, I guess not a grunge, but more dystopian kind of look, but yeah. still feel very fashion-esque. So, yeah. yeah. Has 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 shades of old Pat Benatar videos from the early <laughs> Yes, yeah. Um, so let's, yeah, the Miles, so the Miles covers. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you've got this, you know, I mean, how, how, so like, like how inspiring to you was seeing something like Into the Spider-Verse when it came, when it came out? Oh, it was amazing. I, yeah. Let me tell you this. When when they introduced Miles Morales as Spider-Man, like having a black Spider-Man, it was just very like, it was very a big deal because it was just like, oh my God, there was someone that I can like see myself, you know, mm -hmm. as, and you know, no, no hate to Peter, but it's just, you know, seeing someone who is like, you know, that you can be like reminded of is like really cool. And then also the... The, uh, what's it called? The animation, the film yeah. is just—it's amazing. It yeah. was really amazing. Um, beautifully worked out, and I, you know, I'm very glad that I'm able to get to do covers for him and gave it to, you know, bring out, you know, the sort of style that I want to give, and you know, in his world, and also for you know Marvel and stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's you know. I think that's, I mean, that's one of the great things about like, you know, comic characters, you yeah. know, we, we, we look for the things in the characters that 
not only remind us of us, but things that we would like to be. So right. this kind of confluence of these two mm -hmm. kind of elements. So you can go like, oh, I can, I can, I can relate to this character visually, you know, financially, mm -hmm. or like, oh, like I also really, really wish I could be, you know, able to help someone or whatever the thing is. Right. Like, really, I mean, it's kind of, it, it's great. And I think Miles, like, there's a, there's an amazing sort of purity to his to his character, yes. um, you know, with, with who with who he is, and how he sort of engages within his own universe. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's it, it's great. And I mean, I'm going to challenge your Spider-Man two thing. I personally think this is the greatest comic book movie done, even though it's you know. No, no, no. I believe with you, <laughs> it's Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah I definitely yeah. yes. It, it's just the thing is, it has an unfair advantage because it's an animated film. Yes. The the thing about an animated film is, is like you have to have your story as perfect as a story can be before you start making it because right. they're drawing it. It's not a matter of like, hey, let's reshoot this or let's, you know, I mean, like it's a very different kind of uh, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. traditional film, but um, great colors. I love this. I love, uh, I love aggressive uses of magentas and greens and blues. And purple. Like if I, anytime like, just blow the palettes, you know, away and knock, you know, knock people's heads out, you know, with color. That's it's always fun. Um, this is sweet. Um, I'm enjoying the series. I think this is a, it's a I, real fun series. Um, are you talking about the show? Yeah. I, I need to watch the show. I'm just I'm waiting until it piles up with episodes that I can be able to watch it. Yeah. But also, I'm also busy, but um, but yeah, that was this was the first time I've did like. Miss Marvel, and you know, it was really, I was, I really enjoyed joining her, and I'm really glad for her, you know, being open wide in the mainstream now with her story and stuff. So, you um, like you'll dig it, you'll dig the show, yeah. It's, um, I, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I mean, I, I really feel like I would, you know, were I a younger person drawing comics, I'd be like, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, I would love to draw her just because I think there's so much. I like characters that are fun. I like characters yes. that have a lot of a lot of visual things you can do with the characters. So like a green green lantern type characters, or you know, where mm -hmm. you kind of really make things happen visually. So um, yeah, that's cool. Um, there we are. Look at this. This is yes, really evil. This was really fun to do. Um, they my editor asked me um, because they were doing some sort of like alternate um, like sort of timeline or universe where like some characters were like villains so for this one they wanted me to merge Mar mary jane with um it's not i think his name is night something not nightcrawler um oh nightmare nightmare yes yeah. nightmare. look at me so yeah they <laughs> so they really wanted me to merge those two characters and i was like okay and um i had to do like a little bit of character design with this one because i wanted to have a different look. Um, I was very into um, Moogler um, bodysuits. Okay. So I was looking to a lot of those and that's how I kind of sort of figure out what I wanted to do with the sort of piece and her look as, you know, Mary Jane and Nightmare being merged. And then, yeah, that's basically, I, I wanted to, for like her wrist and everything to have like belts and, you know, have like a sort of S and M kind of feel with her side mm -hmm. and stuff. So, I 
you know, I definitely, and also the messy hair and her having like really um dark makeup eyes and like just, yeah. she's sort of like crying in a way. Sure. Um. So yeah, and I was also very into the um how Enchantress looked in um the Suicide Squad yep. the one. So I really wanted to have a given feeling that she's sort of possessed. So yeah. Yeah, no, I like. Uh, well, I mean, I'm not that I like people. I don't like the idea of possession. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not pro possession. But, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. I, I, I get where you're coming from. Um, and then Mr. 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 Trouble himself. Um, yes. <laughs> I love the. I love the. Um, your treatment with the the stones uh, or gems. I'm sorry. Infinity Thank you. Stones, infinity gems. They're stones. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because I love I like that whole real. I, I mean, it's interesting because I, when I look at it, mm -hmm. one sort of feels like there's a, a spectrum of color in there, but there isn't. But just the way you treated it with the background, it really yeah. kind of has that kind of cool spectral quality. Yeah. So. It, this this one was really fun to do. I you know when they asked me to do Thanos for Marvel Tales, I was like, oh Thanos, um, and I was just like, it was really fun to um you know kind of like figure out what kind of outfit that i wanted to draw for him so since they wanted to me to do the thano quest that i had to do his classic kind of look to him right um and you know his classic look just is quite basic and i but i wanted to bring some sort of more modern take to it a little bit more not as how um the marvel universe does it but more of an you know a sense of feel like he has an outfit a different new take of it but um yeah it was i it was fun to do it in a sort of worm's eye view kind of angle and you know to show out his teeth and eyes this sense of like you know power that i wanted to emulate so yeah where do you think where do you think thanos gets his outfit i mean like he's this you know the space traveling you know pseudo god with all this power you think he like he finds a planet where they have some really interesting fashion and then get some like get some sort of like fashion designer on that planet to make him an outfit, and then he destroys the planet. Right, so <laughs> I, I think so. I think he would I like, write that comic. That's the comic. Will you draw <laughs> that comic if I write that comic? You know what? Honestly, if that's what it takes for me to do some interiors, then maybe so. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think this. I think this should happen. I think. I think we're gonna get a lot of we're gonna get a lot of support from this 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 part of the conversation and. Uh, Next thing you know, we're going to be up there in the offices and they're going to say, okay, here, you guys have to make this happen. <laughs> in yeah. fact, Jim Starlin will, uh, will just bless the comic. He'll be there to bless <laughs> the comic for us. I'm, I'm absolutely positive this is going to happen. So the, I, I grabbed this because, mm -hmm. so like, I mean, this, this is, I mean, this is, you know, I guess is a still from the mm -hmm. actual film. Yes. And, uh, so, like, what is your like? What's your process when it comes to taking like, if you're just kind of doing an homage piece of like a still from a film? So I'm gonna be honest with you. This one was just basically like me just doing a study. It was a study yeah. sketch. Um, I was during that time being when the Matrix, when Fourth Matrix was coming out. I rewatched the first one and all the sec the second and third one. So I was really was just like, man, like especially look at the first movie, I was like, wow, like these certain like scenes are like really good and I really wanted to draw them. So I really just, you know, you know, I wanted to test my skills a little bit 
and see if I can like do a Trinity, like those scenes, doing like, you know, just study scenes, just to really, you know, learn and stuff. And, you know, I, I'm very glad that I did those. So yeah, it's, it, it's, it was fun, definitely fun. I, so, I mean, I, I, I you know, pretend I have no, no idea. And this is me just having no idea. Mm -hmm. um, like, are you, so are you throwing this frame up on, on Photoshop and you're now sort of on layers over kind of working stuff? And then like, do you have a second, you know, uh, window open with this image or like how do you? Yeah. So basically I would just have the, that image open on another, um, you know, space mm -hmm. and I'll just be like, basically on my own space, just draw, just draw what I'm looking at okay. and stuff and just correct and certain, like, especially with the gun and that sort of, per, um, for for foreshadow, that's what yeah, it's called. Yeah, yeah foreshortening, right? That um, that basically, you know, I really wanted to express that elongated, exaggerated um, foreshortening and stuff. And from there on, I just, you know, basically, you know, take the colors from the movie and just just learn from there, and then also just, you know, try to bring out this that sense of green that mm -hmm. you know the movie has and stuff. So it was fun to do. I I. I really en I enjoyed doing this. I was just basically just based um just learning how to paint a bit more, but also just learn how to color and just you know understanding you know certain things and stuff. So yeah, it was it was just basically me having fun. That's no, it's, I mean, and it's you know, and it's interesting. I mean, you're saying this, and the, I mean, these are really interesting lessons and like to think about like so. You know the color theory you know the the two color theory principles you know in in you know in act here's one mm -hmm. is the mother color so you have this mother color of green right sort of over you know over you know everything in this piece but then you have then the only sense of warmth is yeah. her flesh right so, so now so now we as the viewer are getting you know this and, and her so the highlights are edged in the green but we mm -hmm. Yeah, but our eyes are drawn to her because we we're looking for the you know thing that is not like the rest of everything else and that happens to be that her warm you know warm skin so right. yeah um, yeah it's a it's it's a i mean the color grading in that film you know so clever very smart unique and you know unique especially for the time mm -hmm. yeah it, it really did you know it's it, like saving private ryan which came out i guess the around the same time maybe yeah and um but that was a, that was a uh exercise in desaturation so they pulled as much color out of that film as possible so they they would you know so it almost was like at the edge of being a black and white film so when they did show color it really kind of impacted the screen so oh, yeah that's pretty cool um so who were like I mean, at, aside, we've already established Adam Hughes is the the one of the great influences of, of mm -hmm. the generation. Um, like, who else was a big influence on you? Like, uh, you know, I mean, photography, uh, illustration, comic books. Who like who are the people who kind of like just knock your socks off? So, like for comics, um, of course, yeah, there was Adam. Um, there was also Terry Dotson, and oh, I know yeah. Terry. He Terry's a friend of mine. I actually met him around high school showed him my stuff and he was very impressed and from there on he was he's been always the person that i like get advice to and ask for tips and stuff so um him um oliver copel mm. um 
Phil Noto. I was just about to say Phil Noto. Yeah, Phil Noto is yeah. I have his work is like amazing, especially how he especially um his Black Widow runs were like because I have all his the volumes for that. Yeah. And the way he did it was just the it, it was just very different for Black Widow, but also too was just like the way that he paints and stuff is like really good. So it's just it was just a very different take on you know the regular um, pen and ink. So yeah. Um, what else? Bill Snikerwitz, if that's how you pronounce it, yes. It's, it's <laughs> He's really amazing. I yeah, love his um, Electra Assassin comic. Yes. Um, oh, oh, Josh, that's like. You, you yeah you knocked you knocked the ball of the park that is the high water mark uh of painted comics it yes is gorgeous unbelievable yeah um what else who else um uh there's phil hill um there's sergeant um there's norman rockwell yeah um and um I, for people that i'm seeing in social media right now um there's I forgot his I know his name. His name is Tarun. I don't know if he Tarun Clark if that's his name. Okay. But look him up. I I'll probably I'll give him his at, but he's a really great artist that I admire also too. Um and there's also who else? Um Sozo Makaya that I really love. Um people in like pop culture. Um I'm very big into Lady Gaga. So I was, when I was introduced to Gaga as a kid, that was basically how I really got into like fashion and, you know, very just different stuff. And I, that's what I kind of wanted to bring in my work. And then, um, you know, Beyonce and Brianna and Kendrick Lamar. Um, yeah. Who else? Um, in terms of like, you know, photography, um, Nick Knight. Okay. Ends of a Nude. Um, yeah, this just and then there's Stephen Klein, so just just there was there's a lot of people that you know that really influenced me, and I try like bring that into my work. So yeah, yeah, no, I think it's I mean I think it's great um to be able to look at you know photography you know fashion photography or any kind of photography Mm -hmm. because like their sense of lighting is so like so special. Yes. Yeah. For every single one of them, like they have a very definitive way that they see the world, and they want to capture that in a, in a, in a, you know on in frame. Let's just call it in frame. Right. And so, like being able to learn from that techniques, you know, by seeing how they do that, um, it's amazing. If you can ever get the chance to be on set for one of these, you know, one of the fashion shoots. And just to be a fly on the wall, um, I <laughs> I love that. <laughs> recommended enough. You'll you'll learn you'll learn a ton to to see watch how their the assistants set up all the lighting and what they're looking for and how they you know how they operate. It's a it's, yeah. a, it's a it's a fascinating prospect. Um, yeah, it's um, yeah, and I mean you were talking about Rockwell. I mean, I, I'll I'll give you a little quick Adam story. So Adam, when I first met Adam, I think it was God, it must have been like nineteen ninety. 89, 90 yeah. around there. And um, there was a book uh, that had just come out on Norman Rockwell by Susan B. Meyer or Susan E. Meyer. Mm-hmm. Her and, name sounds familiar. Yeah, it's just, it was a wonderful co- and comprehensive, pretty thick book on Rockwell. Mm-hmm. 
Adam, you know, Adam was like not the Titan that he is in the industry at the time. He was, he was, he, I think he was doing uh, Justice League at the time. So he, mm -hmm. he was well known, but he wasn't sort of like the world wasn't, you know, he wasn't the pinup guy at the time, you know. So, um, and so we just, I remember at one show in New York, we just sat there. It was in a hotel, so it wasn't a big fancy comedy. Mm -hmm. And we just hung out talking about this book that that uh, on uh, Rockwell and how obsessive it was. Oh, I think it was I saw one of his the, the most recent issue he had done, and there was an image that he framed, which was from a Rockwell painting. Mm. So he was like this interesting building that Rockwell had put into the piece, and I said, "Oh, you must have that that book." And he's like, "I totally have that book." And so. <laughs> And we sat and bonded over that stuff. And That's awesome. you know, the thing is, is that, you know, we have to like, we, whatever the thing is, anybody who's making anything like respect the, the respect the, you know, the, uh, the medium that you're in, but draw from everywhere you can outside of that medium. Cause that yeah. the magic and interest is going to happen because it's like, if all you have to cook with are the same sort of ingredients and spices, it's not that you can't make great food you can but right. if you get to pull something in that other people haven't tried before you get a chance to really blow people's minds yeah you know that i think that's like the responsibility of whether you're a musician or a comic book artist or a you know uh, anything a fashion designer or a writer like i mean your job is to like draw as much from as many sources to bring into something that you can rejigger into something unbelievably cool um yeah. yeah and i think i think that's you know so like you know you have a, you clearly have a list of people who are your your you know your your go you know your go-to sources of inspiration because that's it's important um so you mentioned earlier and i, and I was going to ask you but um interiors so mm -hmm. it's when, when is that going to happen? Uh, I'm not too sure. <laughs> I am not to eat. I'm going to tell you this. I When I had um, David Mazzucchelli, um for my senior year, mm -hmm. uh, that man kicked my ass. And I was like, you know what? Even though I was still wanted to do comics, I was like, you know what? Cover art is the thing, the way to go for me. Because I'd rather just do just one singular um piece yeah. and just there it's just it's a lot of work and i don't think that i could do that unless it's a it's a character that i really really will be like okay i will do it right. um but for me i just it's uh you're gonna just definitely see me just do cover art and just illustration for some time okay. unless i really feel like i want to take on doing like uh interiors unless it's a mini series sure. i will not do ongoing series but so i mean let's i mean you know like like i said at the beginning like i mean listen you know blown away that you're you know, you're you're a recent graduate and you, i mean you are a recent graduate in, in yeah. that, that sense um and so let let so so other people are blown, are going to be as equally blown away by your 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 skill sets. So let's be let's be a little like frank and honest if we can, uh, and if you could be as honest as you want to be. Mm -hmm. that David kicked your ass. So what was it that 
was kicking your ass so much? Not specifically him, but like, what were the things that were, that were, you know, sending you back to your desk going, oh, I just put a lot of, I just put too much details and I don't know when to, um, when to, you know, to lessen certain things. Uh-huh. So when I did, when, when I was doing a lot of the, the interior work and also time. So for me, it's just like, I, I always put a lot of details and a lot of stuff in like one panel. And mm-hmm. I forget that sometimes you need to just take, just take one of the important stuff and don't have so much in there. You know, right. that's, you know, for me, I just feel like, you know, especially doing interiors, you're basically everything. You're the director, you're basically the um, costume, lighting, everything. And for me, it's just like, just doing those covers, I just felt like I was, I, I needed to put more when it should be less than more. Right. So for me, I just basically was like, and then he also, you know, I remember he was just telling me like certain stuff when I was doing panels, like my story telling me to be a little bit clearer Mm -hmm. or, you know, or even color wise too. Like, you know, why that color you should, should have been, you know, totally different and stuff. He, you know, he pinpoints a a lot. And I, and honestly, you know, as much as I was just like, it it was, it was, it was killing my soul. And I was just like, man, like, I and especially when I, I remember telling him too, because I was like, you know, hey, like I, 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 I need another time to like prove. And also, I think it was the fact that I knew that I was talented. I was trying to like prove myself a little bit to him because okay. this is the man who did Batman Year One, and I love Batman Year One. So David, is, David, just, is, David is one of the absolute greatest comic book creators in the history of comics. Yes, so, I mean it, it is. You know, so everything he says is right, just you know, by that default, um, mm-hmm. from his point of view and experience. Um, but I, I get it, and I and it's 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 good that you said that because I was almost saying that, like, I'll bet you, like, I'm thinking, like, I'll bet you Josh, like, overloaded because he was because it's a it's kind of a lack of confidence thing, you're not confident in what you're doing, so you're like, but if I put a lot of stuff in this thing. Mm-hmm. Then wow! Wow him, and then like he won't yeah. even make any mistakes because or just be or because I'm very good technically that it's just like you know yeah. it's gonna that's gonna wow him, but it was just, it's really not you. Right. You gotta right be really good with your storytelling. So I was just like, yeah. I was just like, you know what? It's gonna be cover art for me. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't. <laughs> don't don't let that don't let yeah, I mean I know I know it hasn't dissuaded you because you're you're mm-hmm. doing it but definitely don't you know don't lock the door um you know it, you know and, and don't put things up against the door let the door be there and just keep it in arm's reach so you know you can open it up and figure because listen there are a lot of there's lots of things that Marvel and DC do that don't require a whole issue you know mm-hmm. there are lots of six page story chunks that need to happen for something yeah. you know and a person with your skill sets can get that like so like a, a good a friend of ours um russ braun so russ mm-hmm. um russ is had been illustrating the boys uh, okay sort of like his last real big big project of like you know famous project yeah. and russ, when he first got out of school he 
got a project, but like he wasn't a hundred percent, you know, like in the eye of the editorial staff, like he was ready to be, you know, penciling. So what they did is they gave him, I think he worked with Jose Luis Garcia Lopez, who is mm. the greatest comic book artists. And Jose Luis did the, he did the roughs. He did like, he did the layouts for the pages. And then Russ was able to go in there and do all the finishes and mm. Russ was a phenomenal draftsman with a pencil. And so the pages look brilliant, you know, and I'm probably ruining the whole story, <laughs> but, but, it, but he's not alone. I've seen so many people who have like great skill sets, but they're like, Hey, you know what? We'll just get someone who's really good at, you know, storytelling to do the, the, the layouts. And then we'll get, you know, so-and-so who's an amazing finisher to finish this thing. And it's going to look ridiculously good. Mm-hmm. You just, you might find that like, I, you know, I did a comic book with Keith Giffen, you know, Keith Giffen writes his comic books. He draws them out. He mm. draw, draws the page panel layouts with a, like a magic marker. And that's your, that's your script. And it's great. And you can interpret it however you want as the, as the artist. But if you were like, here's my layouts, I'm ready to go. Like it's right there. Like it's that really. So the editorial staff, there, there's a lot of, there's a lot of opportunities and, and, and variety and you might be able to get that interior and you're going to get to work with someone who you're going to go like, oh, that's why, hmm, okay, I get why they did this angle. I get why they, oh, there is nothing here in the background. It's just the figures or mm-hmm. like, it's like, and then you're going to, you're going to get that sort of like level up in your head of going ding okay now you can and so when you do say hey i'm gonna so i don't know just you know i i, I definitely think on yeah. it just it has to be a particular yeah character that i really want to do um it just has to be someone that that i i would be like okay i'll give it the fair share to do it um and also you gotta me, do my own kind story. of couple, comic so yeah yeah you have to do it for our Thanos story anyway. So we got to get you <laughs> for our, it's going to be a 200 page graphic novel, Josh. So oh gosh, yeah, I'm telling you, it's going to be, it's going to be the next big thing. It's just going to need a good title for it. Um, no, I mean, but don't get, you know, you know, get you, you know, you'll get, you'll get the opportunity. I mean, the opportunity is going to be there if you ask for it, you know, mm-hmm. it's just a matter of you going, you know, getting that thing. And i I wouldn't be surprised if you you could do a nice collaboration with somebody for a, on a character you love, mm-hmm. you know. And I mean, you could do six pages, you know, finish six pages of somebody else's layouts, and bang, you're going to be off in the races. So there you go. I'm, I'm, that's my that's my little pep talk. Uh, <laughs> and don't don't forget that like take your take us take a swing at writing too in the future. It's a it's a it's a it's a pathway to creating your own your own thing. You know, you know it's funny because I I actually used to write a little bit, um, and then I sort of like stopped because I was just like I wanted to just I guess do just drawing and stuff. But there are there, there is a story that I I was working on on college that was for my like final project. Mm-hmm. I still wanted to I I still have like the idea and still have the energy to really want to go through with it but I, I feel like i need someone else who's gonna really work with me on it because i it's, it's basically a, a horror comic that i'm thinking about but uh-huh. yeah yeah no i and i you know since since this podcast is all about me not you joking <laughs> um but no it's no it's no joke man because like listen i 
I had a comic book that I did when I was an SBA too, like mm -hmm. the story that I was working on. And, and then I had a career, you know, penciling, you know, and writing stories for Marvel and DC. Mm -hmm. I went off and, I, and I ha I've had a, a long career as a designer. And, but like, I pulled out parts of that story from college and I reconfabulated that and mixed it with other things that I had as ideas for stories. And like in that requisite, I have written, this is, an, this is a novel. This is, you know, whatever, you know, I don't know, four, nearly 500 pages, a couple pages short of 500, you know, that was a seed that was, you know, planted, you know, three, three decades ago. Mm -hmm. um, and like, they're there, like those ideas are their ideas, you know, mm, got it. They, right. can, they can be used and they can be, you know, nurtured and you can make something from these things. And, you know, that, I mean, and I say this because like you could do that or anybody, you know, listening to this can True. do that. Like, True. I mean, these things, it just takes, it takes the, uh, you know, the, that we were talking about that drive, you know, like in mm -hmm. you know, the beginning, like this is the thing. It's like, if you have the drive to do it, you can do it. Right. So, um, and I mean, like you do such rad work, it would be great to see you take a swing at interiors, you know, to see what you, you know, how you handle you know, because you were talking about motion because of it, you know, mm -hmm. you have that love, you know, for dance. Like it would be great to see that expressed sequentially. And that's a that's kind of a cool that's kind of a cool thing. Mm -hmm. Um so um what 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 do you what are you working on? What can people look uh, look forward to seeing in the um, so you're gonna look forward for um a board game that's coming out. Nice soon. that's for unmatched games that's published for Marvel. Um, a Mandalorian cover. Oh, cool! Yeah, um, I have to revisit and finish um something on the cover, but that's basically it. And then what else? Black Adam cover. That is oh, a movie time wow. for the the movie that's coming out. Um, and then a Punisher cover, a Fantastic Four cover. Um, and what else? A Scarlet Witch cover. Ooh. And I have one of. Another project that I just confirmed to be like, all right, I'm gonna do it, but I have not yet confirmed it, so I want to just left it out as it is right now. But I will tell you, definitely, it's a character that I've like kind of know, but I'm gonna do a very for for a take for my own take is gonna be very different. So, cool. oh, that's exciting. So, and I mean, that's gotta be exciting for you, to, like. Take a nice, take a nice, interesting, like you know, you know, take on something else. Yeah, take three times in that sentence. <laughs> um, that's fantastic. That's so cool. All right, so where can people find you? I have the thing scrolling, but just say it so other people, so people know. Um, you can find me on Twitter, um, J Sway Art. Um, you can find me on Instagram, um, Sway underscore Art. Um, I have a art station which you can basically just put my name joshua swaby and yeah that's really it <laughs> yeah that's cool and are where are you most do you feel you're most active on twitter or on twitter uh, and instagram yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I like you know i like twitter for the conversational aspect of like things like i think when you put things up people are your friends are more like sort of active and talking yeah. 
talking and they can retweet things, which I think is is nice. I think Instagram is is sort of just kind of like less engaging. Yeah. Um, and it's it's very different how it is. Before it used to be just, you know, pictures and stuff, but Instagram is just like trying to be, you know, TikTok and it's trying to be Snapchat, which it kind of did better Snapchat now because Snapchat, I, nobody doesn't use Snapchat, but yeah. Yeah, I don't use Snapchat, but then again, I never use Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so I'm going to watch... Um, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Ooh. I'm excited because it's it, it, it's got the, the the sway stamp of approval. So that's <laughs> exciting to me. Um, and we'll keep an eye out for the Fantastic Four, the Punisher, and eventually the Scarlet Witch. And then all you're, you're busy. This is good. Um, yes, very small. Oh, and also, I, got, I have to, <laughs> I forgot two remaining. I have a Star Trek cover. Oh um, wow. Mm-hmm. And I also have a, I have to finish on a Fortnite um loading art. Okay. So there's a lot. I, I I'm just swamped. <laughs> so yes. well the, it's better to be swamped than uh you know in in a desert. So yeah. I think that's I think you're 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 in great shape and and for good reason, man. Like it's obvious, like you're doing some great work out there. Thank you. All right, man. You good? This is was this good? You're you're right? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I always want to make sure that everyone is, uh, you know, thrilled and happy with their time in this madhouse of what I call a podcast. Josh, thank you so much for joining. Um, like, thank you. Like, subscribe to everything, not just us. Just go out there and like, click, and subscribe to everything. Um, and um, yeah, we'll see you next time. Thanks again, man. Thank you.